watching prohibition fall down. Right, we got the grow talk, man. Where were you at yesterday, Scotty? I was trying to hang out, trying to wake and bake with you. Oh, I'm just gonna put it on you. I was just floating, <laughs> dude. I was just floating. Sometimes you gotta day, take a day off and just float, man. Dude, it's summertime. Sometimes it's just summertime, all right? <laughs> Not officially yet. Kids out of school soon for my kid. Your kid's already out of school down in the States there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I just got to say, I'm trying to not say real quick. We did that dab and that jar tech uh, video that came out. I was really, Guru, that's the best work you've done so far, brother. Thank you. I thought so, too. Yeah, I was really impressed by that. And then we tried to share some of it, dude. You're going to get pissed, man, on Instagram. And the best shit that we did they took it down god forbid it was close-ups of of dabs i have no idea what the rules are there but they were just ig removed them yep and i just have no idea whereas a, a cannabis community we're all investing in that thing they suck yeah i mean that's exactly what they're trying to do with um damn it brain farting <laughs> cannabis brother can-a-buzz. thank you i was gonna say can of clamp but that's another product that we have that's totally different cannabis yeah and you're right man so just i'll give them a real quick shout out because i am annoyed as fuck man and thank god jr took that stuff it took all those nice shots and now if you want to see him go over to cannabis the only place you can see him it's discrimination bastards over there what you guys so if you guys want to if anybody wants to catch that that was at least this past week and what was it titled uh, how to make yeah. diamonds and or, or solventless diamonds and sauce using dialed in jar tech with dialed in terpenes. There you go. All right. That's my hell of a We're title. Dude grows a YouTube channel. Somebody should right, make that their password. Show, I should give you a preview of Grow Talk today. We got Blowing Clouds in the Grow by oh, JD13. Word. word. I and love that. I love vape culture, bro. Is it safe to transplant in flowering stage by the stoner? And let's see, had to hide my grow. Two plants in the dark help by Brightwood. I don't like had to hide my grow. Uh, you know what? Yeah, this guy's. This is a good story. Uh, and last but not least, options for Hermine plants by Dandy Dankness. Huh. Huh. All right, but Everybody you know what we options. do here? We get a little business, a little membership out of the way. DGC members over on DudeGrows.com under support us. That's how you can support this show help keep us as listener supported as possible with my goal to get to a thousand members. And we get to a thousand members. We're having a party on a cruise ship, Scotty. (laughs) Cool. Can we take (laughs) it to Dominican Republic? I'm just joking. I don't think I want to go on a cruise ship. Anyway, though, we'll have have a serious party. Never been Uh, on a cruise ship, man. (laughs) Membership has its benefit, guys. 30% off recharge free seeds from seeds here now. Shortly, we're giving away the Spectrum King 400 plus with the upgraded light engine. Stay tuned to the end of the show. We'll, t- we'll tell you what we're going to give away next month as well. So we're having big giveaways every month for the members to randomly pick anybody that's supporting us at $10 a month, which you can do under support us at dudegrows.com. Bring it. Makes, I mean, like Scotty said, we had a few new members sign up this weekend. It actually makes my weekend at least 10% better. Minimum. Nice. nice. It's always cool when a plan comes together, dude. That was your plan. Wait, that's, that's been your baby. Eight. Love it. Okay. I don't think you can say that. That's uh, patented. It's from the A-team. I love it when a plan comes together. I said it's always cool when a plan comes together. Uh, I trademarked that one. Thank you. DGC Cup at Gmail. If you guys want to come to 710 Concentration Celebration. Yeah. July 13th, Cultivated Synergy, Denver, Colorado. 
Did you get anybody else on for that? I mean, you're pretty stacked already. You've got a fair amount of dab companies coming, right? And yeah, I think we've got about a six to eight. I think we might be up to eight, which for me is enough. I mean, I don't want to make this thing too crazy. And more importantly, we've got a bunch of DGC that's been hitting me up that's, that's real excited to hang out and, and uh, take home the belt. This thing should be fun. Uh, I think the belts are coming in the next couple of days. We'll start displaying. You can't wait. You can't wait. Dude, I'm going to start wearing them. I'm wearing it around my shoulder. Both of them, man. Talk like Macho Man Savage. <laughs> it's That's for the people time. competing. Uh, you guys can come to attend. You can come to compete. It's DGC Cup at Gmail. And either way, it's just going to be a good hang party, too. You can come to network, if you will. So a lot of good things will be going on that evening, as well as some education on concentration, some rosin presses. And all kinds of good things like that. Yeah. Hit us up. Yes, definitely. Some really good education, actually. You know, things like I was asking Jason to talk to do some of that jar tech right in front of everybody. I'm hoping I can get Pedro from Pedro's Grow Room to talk to all of, all of us about rosin and all you know all that low temp that uh, low temp plates rather and Levi. All those guys are going to be there. Pure Pressure is going to be there showing offs. Come on down, check it out. DGC Cup at Gmail, we'll hit you up with more details. Yeah, right on. Let's see who's growing some dank on dudegrows.com. This is the critical, any of y'all out there, any of y'all can get your dank nugs up as well. Dudegrows.com, go over there and pick them out for the show. Critical Purple Auto, first auto, second grow ever Golly. by Shan1784. That is awesome. So, second time, so this is only the second time Shan's grown. And first time growing an auto. Yeah, we're not we're looking at a good harvest here. Let me do some narration on it. So here's my first ever auto grow. Second grow of any kind of cannabis ever. It's a critical purple auto flower. It ran for about a hundred days from sprout to chop. I grew in a three-gal hempy, three to one perlite, vermiculite under a few HLG boards and custom and a custom fixture. She did great and smells amazing. She gave me some nice fat buds. Very happy how she much, um, how nice this harvest has given me. Love your show. Dedicated same day listener. Hoping to make the cut to get on the show. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Um, what is this? This is Sh I can't read. Sham seventeen eighty four. Is that right? Yeah. It nice is correct. work. Nice. I'm really impressed with this, and I'm so proud. I see the hempy bucket down there. That's awesome. Heavy buckets are a very easy way to do things like this. What do you guys know about autos and heat? I was going to do an auto outside here, and somebody was mentioning, you know, it might not do that great if it gets into the heat of summer, you know, like mid-90s at times. I mean, is there a dirge, you know, just from where Ruderalis is from? Is it Do autos go into heat? It really depends on the... <laughs> Thank you very much. The stabilization of uh, uh, the the ruderalis into and in what traits were really selected by the breeder because yes, ruderalises uh, originate from like the Ural Mountains on the Russian steppes, uh, so they're used to a little bit colder climate. But it does get really warm there in the summer when they're getting like twenty hours of sun a day. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say strain dependent on this one, and would depend on the breeding practices and if. Uh, anyone was doing stress testing for heat with their ruderalis crosses, Ooh. and I'm I'm not sure specifically if anyone was. We're bringing back strain dependent. I like it. Maybe Smoke. another T-shirt. I used to say strain dependent a lot. It's a good way to get out of a conversation. Sure. <laughs> you actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got a strain dependent T-shirt coming up. 
<laughs> All right, let's get into the grow talk, grow come questions. On, come on. .com. Any, I'm not going to say any y'all again. Anybody, any of you growers out there can get your grower questions up. Just go over to degrows.com. And this one's titled Blowing Clouds. Hey, I'm in inspired to glow, blow clouds. I've got my honey badger out and some of the, um, some of this uh, live resin. Oh, no, what would this be called? What the hell would you call this, man? That is ro live rosin cake batter. Live rosin cake batter from Jeremy over at. Uh, Ooh, and I'm going to stop you real fast. Yes, sir. Let me get you a dabber for you to actually pull some of that out of the container so you don't touch the hot thing. To hell with you, man. It's already on. It's on. The guy, I will do I'm using my honey badger. The guy, Christian from NectarCollector.org, actually showed me how to use these to not contaminate the whole dealio. You got to hit it from the side. And you got to use new tips. Mm -hmm. Nice new tip on here, man. Good looking out. I'm sorry, so man. Let's do this. Gonna, you're gonna stay, yes, it's just going to stay clean now? I got like four or five. You buy a few of them, man, and you can clean them. But once they get too dirty, you retire them, Biatches. All right, we got this. What's good, DGC? I know, I know, blowing beautiful clouds in the grow room is controversial. After all, I don't eat the eggs in front of the laying hens in the coop. <laughs> From time to time, my wife and I would blaze joints in the grow room. Keep in mind, cold fucking Alberta winters. Due to the fact our room exhausts outside via exhaust fan and a six inch scrubber setup. So the air from the room had complete, uh, yeah, had complete exchange outside and no smell. And we all smoke a lot of herb and spend a lot of time in the grow room. We recently stopped this as we purchased HLG 550 V2s and don't want to smoke to this. Oh, don't want to, don't want the smoke to stain the board and possibly create a hot spot. Who else does yeah. or has smoke in the grow room? And is there any negative effects in the garden? Like he I, wouldn't get any problem uh, staining the unless he's like blowing bong hits right on it. I'm gonna show you something right now, right? Okay, so I'm smoking weed, and you see where the, all the uh, all the smoke is going, or, or whatever the vapor, it's all going into the air. When you do that, that in a grow room, especially if you're just testing one system, say you're just testing your air conditioning, you turn off your fans and you just want to see where your air conditioning is blowing. You take a joint and you go around and, and you uh, blow it into the air. If you want to see if there's any air leaks, you can find if it's being sucked into the wall. You can kind of see that stuff when you load up, uh, you know, when you smoke a joint, it seems to be the, the right amount of smoke. I use that to kind of learn where the air is going and what it's doing, how my fans are working. It's uh, kind of makes air visible for a, a little bit. Smoke is making particulate and putting it into the air that is able to condense down onto things. Okay. I think about they had a ton of weed ruined from the California wildfires. Not all day, every day. Because it, it would smell and yeah, taste yeah, like smoke. Yeah, I mean, that's like the break room when I used to be a stockman. That's right. Stockman basically means I push carts and clean up the bathrooms but we did a little strike on cleaning <laughs> the bathrooms at walmart but didn't the one guy you were stockman with become like a mega millionaire yeah <laughs> that's awesome. mega, but regardless <laughs> so well cool. and all he used to do at walmart was sit back in the break room and smoke and within the break room was the smokers break room which had like yellow walls and yep. shit it was disgusting but like scotty said that's all day that's every all day, day every day it's a lot of smoke and i have no problem with you rolling through the garden smoking a j actually having a bowl in there every single day don't blow it right Perfect. on your hlg board but you're not going to hurt that thing um and yeah enjoy it i don't think i don't think the ladies know by the way i don't think they i wouldn't do it all day every day like i have a buddy <laughs> my buddy's chain smokes joints all day every day i wouldn't do that but if you're going there especially you can use it to learn something i mean to go in there and just make sure everything's circulating well that you're that it's not staying smoky in there the air should be moving around and there are some plants that uh, they elicit a, an immune response from when they sense smoke in their environment. It's sure. basically them getting ready for like, oh, shit, there's a fire coming because where there's smoke, there's fire. 
It's kind not of cool. I, I, I'm, I'm not not 100 can't sure cannabis is one of those right but there are a lot of like native force plants that like close uh, the stomata well, well no the seeds will stay underground until a fire rips through over top and then they sprout sure um oh yeah some of the plants like some conifers and different plants so are plant, used to that. plants have been interacting and evolving to deal with fire for since the dawn of time so yeah there, there are immune responses there to be able to deal with it who not much testing has been done with it because who knows having a little bit of smoke in your grow room could end up being like having uv in your grow room within the flower where it stresses it and makes uh, it think it has to stack oh, everything huh. never know some testing try it out done try it stuff out like that try it out it could be this, man it could shit, be this guy's out of alberta too out of canada so i'll just like i get correct i said bong hit earlier so just don't if Correction, if you're taking a big, big bong hoot, man, big bong hoot of quads, you know, then you might affect the HLG board, okay? Uh, you're, you're doing it, man. You're doing Dude, it. I believe it. I learned there's dubs, too, man. I'm getting some more. And I was, I was, I was deep into the beers at a hockey game the other night, and I sure. started just flowing a little bit too Canadian sounding. It's getting... I don't want to say scary. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Have a good time. Yeah, what no. do you got? I got more grow talk. Uh, hey, I you know what? Do- you mind What's if up? I you mind if I uh, interrupt? Can we do the door prize this week? Oh yeah, what do you have? I, well, I requested more genetics. Yeah, everybody loves genetics, so bring it. We actually got the ocean grown. I was digging through the bag of genetics, and I wanted to give something good for the door prize. I always want to give something that makes people excited. So this is like a limited. Re- okay, this is a trial package. So I don't know what the if these are available or not, but this is Thunder Fury. Thunder Fury from OG Genetics. And does anybody know what it is? It's Tropical behind the sticker in there. Here, you read it, man. I can't see shit. <laughs> I can't see shit. Can Ocean you? Grown Genetics has, uh, you guys can get information at their site. We should probably just get them on and hang out and get some information on what actually is a trial pack and what, I mean, is it where you're getting honed in to get into the final pack that you're going to have for sale on your site? But either yeah, way. This is Tropic Lightning by Shockwave. Whoa. Whoa. Anyway, if you guys would like to check it out, go on over to dudegrows.com and check out the Dude Grows Door Prize. And I think you just got to register. Uh, what do you got to Just put your email in there. And no, you don't have to share it to, to enter. The more you share it, though, the more entries you get. So that's how it works. Our, since we're on seeds, I'll just say then, if you, if you didn't get those guys, you can go over to seeds here now and get your own seeds as well. Coupon code DUDE10. You members, don't forget, you get your free five-pack. Uh, as well as if you're not a member, it doesn't matter. Anybody can use code DUDE10 over at Seeds here now to get a better deal on their seeds. Uh, I know that site is almost completely. I was just talking to Mr. Bean. If I can call him Mr. Bean. I'll say it, James Bean. The other day, um, and it was almost completely revamped. It's amazing the trials and tribulations and bullshit you got to go through in this industry when you're slinging seeds of the cannabis plant, which is really just not, it's just hemp, right? It's just CBD seeds until they're sprouting and grown. They don't have THC uh, in them, that's for sure. Don't get them dirty. Don't get them wet. You can get all kinds of great genetics over from Seeds Here Now, guys. It is I an have awesome. From su- them. I was just going to say it's an offer, off, an awesome souvenir site. That's what they mm-hmm. are. They're just souvenirs. I know. I got them uh, uh, up in Canada, no problem. Some of their DDC were talking about some seeds up that they have ordered from them, no problem. So check them out. Friend of the show. More than that, it's a it's a homie. <laughs> all right, let's move yes. on to: Is it safe to transplant in flowering in the flowering stage? By the, or th the the stoner, the stoner, the stoner. Whoa, gotta pronounce that a little more. Da sure. da. All right, real simple. What my plants are root bound, and they need to be transplanted. 
I'm one week into flowering stage. What should I do? What would you do? I know what I'd do. Do you want me to tell you what I'd do? Okay. I mean, I think we've got Dr. Pistol Popper has some really good information that okay. you need to know. And what's, what's he got? If it's in cocoa, just fucking water it a little bit more, man. You can have root-bound cocoa plants. You're only going another seven, eight weeks. Now, why do you say because it's in cocoa? Because that medium is able to handle saturation a yeah, lot better just, than... Yeah, you can just keep on watering it. It'll suck it up. It's hydroponic. So you water it, it sucks up, and you know very quickly. You can water that shit six times a day if you want. I would... It, it's not necessary. Like you said, I don't know if I'm in a one-gal or something, but I'm one week in. You're still definitely have a vegetative plant. It's starting to transition. It knows what's up. You change the lights on it. But if you do it gently and you, well, first off, is your plant really healthy? Because if it's not really healthy and vibrant and vigorous, then I wouldn't mess with it. Scroll but down it and is. look at the potties in transplant. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pictures worth a thousand words. And in that, when you guys were looking at a ceramic type pot, like when things are going to break. Yeah, the, you're going to have trouble getting that out of there unless maybe it has a bigger hole at the bottom. You can push something blunt through like a big magic marker or something. Ultrasonic. But man, you need ultrasonic. Be careful what you guys pot in as well if you're going to need to transplant. This might have even a lip at the top inward a little bit. Oh, I, uh, I would be taking a hammer to this. Just for take transplant. a hammer to it. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Why? Are they grown through the holes in the bottom? They're no, look, look at it. It has a lip on it. So when you that try and pull it in. out, you're going hey. to damage everything pulling it out. Realistically, I would transplant this now, and I will just take a hammer and crack the whole thing and then get it out. <laughs> Sorry, this has totally got me on parallels because what if this was like a family heirloom? He's like, this is my grandfather's pot. <laughs> and it's just got me on a freaking tangent of one of the guys from work came in yesterday, and he goes, oh, my dog's being bad today. And I go, why? What did he do? He goes, I, he ate my uncle's ashes. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. The only thing I could say to him was, well, I guess you'll get him back in 10 or 12 years, you know? Look but I would translate you guys in any container a weekend of flour if I thought <laughs> I was going to need more room and you got a big plant that's on top of it. Go for it. I actually ran into somebody um, where I live at. Apparently, there's this, there's, you know, there's people growing more, more than I thought, which is fabulous. I was just at a dude's house and it's like, hey, you got some plants there. That's great. And I was looking at his bed and it was in a, they were planted in a bed. And he's like, yeah, in a couple of days, I'm going to transplant these down to the, uh, another bigger container down there. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you're, you're going to cut this plant out of the bed kind of thing? He's like, yeah, yeah, it should be fine. And I was like, just thinking, well, next time, if I, it was me, I would want it to be the roots contained in something, even if you're planting in the no-till bed. But he's like, no, you just cut the ball out. And I know this is typical practice, agriculture, whatever. Um, but he damaged a bit of roots and he's like texting me. He's like, uh, maybe you were right. This plant is really drooping right now. Yeah. Like, well, they're gonna, they, but it came back around. They're happens. tough. Sure. They got, they got to reestablish. But you don't want to, ideally, if you're going to know you're going to transplant something, have it in a container, even if it's like those, uh, just little jiffy pots that can be in ground or at nurseries, you'll see just even burlap, like even a burlap zone that you're going to be able to just pull up and get it out of. So yeah. anyway. I'm, I'm, let's just go over the rule of transplanting because there is a rule. It's good to keep those plants somewhat root bound, you know, somewhat. And then as soon as you want to just step them up in nurseries, that's why they got like the one gallons to the three gallons. Only you do want to do like a couple inches around each, you know, in, around each side. Um, you remember what the hard fast rule with that is? I want to say it's one to two inches on each side. Really? 
Yes, no you, don't, you don't want to expand them too much. That's why they step them up from one gallons in a nursery, which is a six inch pot to a 10 inch pot, which is a three gallon. And uh, I can't remember what the seven is, but it's still only a couple inches bigger on each side. And they just slowly do that. Well, so the roots slowly expand. And because to, to, to kind of prevent circling and make sure that the roots you have have filled out the pot that they're in before you go to the next one so that there's not just empty, empty root space unused in the pot. Uh, and the roots just have to grow into new stuff and then are transplanted again. It's to make but sure you, that you have the most root surface area uh, per volume of the pot before you move to the next one. You can so go to a one to a five, more roots, more no roots. problem. Guys, I'm talking one gallon to five gallon. And then if you have a five gallon, I don't like transplanting once it gets above a five gallon because it gets kind of hard to do. I've transplanted yeah, seven and ten gallons, but it, it takes gets cumbersome. I just want to stop you because it takes a while for a one gallon to go to a five gallon. If you got all the time in the world, yeah. But if you're doing cycles and you're looking to production garden, a one goes into a three and a three goes into a five. And then you, you flower out to five. But then you got to balance labor with that too. There's a like bit, a commercial yeah. Grow. I'll take a five gallon to anything. I'll take a five into a 600 gallon. I mean, I we're, we're going to go five into our hundred gals. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but, it's certainly not the best practices. It's going to take a hell of a long time for that, for them to veg out. By the way, the idea behind the bigger pot is, that I think is what you do downstairs, you know, below the root zone or at the root zone, uh, above the root zone mimics it. So you end up getting these big giant wide plants, uh, from a big giant wide root ball. I heard you. You're talking mainly, what are these best management practices? Is that what it is? Oh, BMPs. Don't make me get my manual out. I knew I was in the wrong place <laughs> when they handed me. I went to the place and handed me a BMP manual. Man. So up. moving on, I give through though. When I was like, I thought, I know what you're saying. I thought about, okay, I can go to the one, to the three, to the five. But I'm like, wait a minute. I don't want to take the time to do these 36 plants or whatever my and that, plant. that's also if you're if you have your materials and methods for transplanting down pat to where you're not stressing the plants when you're transplanting if you stress the plants every time you're transplanting you probably don't want to have more transplants in your cycle yeah, you got to be a professional transplanter yeah which isn't which isn't hard to be by the way we're talking about it like it's hard it's not hard don't even get me started just don't do it when they're dry right, do we have options for a hermine plant Ah, uh, we can talk about it. There's always options, man. Hosted by Dandy Dankness. Okay. Says my plants are in week seven, starting to have bananas start popping, or nanners, bananas, whatever you want to call them. Aren't they called nanners more you than bananas? Nanners. Yeah, they're nanners. I'm going to call them a bananer. Certain bananas start popping out from the very top cola. I haven't seen yet any on the lower branches. What would happen if I just chopped her down now? in week seven or is it better to wait i don't know some plants go 11 weeks so it's not as relevant i'm not sure of that i think i would just wait i mean so you got some nanners on there i mean what's going to happen guru guru and i were talking saying that there's it's not going to develop complete seeds by the time you harvest it in a week or ten even if it did it's probably probably not even going to pop pollen before in, in the week before you harvest or two weeks before you harvest I grew some out with, it was the, man, I forgot what strain it was. And it was just like this, though. I had some nanners, maybe one, or just barely a few underdeveloped seeds. And it didn't matter, man. Smoked at all. Like, I mean, it wasn't like, I don't see how, I almost looked at nanners like, if I'm not going to get any seeds or whatever, this is just aesthetically pleasing. It's just a nice little <laughs> yellow flower for me. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, you like mosquitoes too. They're really cool looking, man. No, not mosquitoes. What do I have on the Studio Guru? A mosquito eater? We were looking at it earlier. Skeeter eater, yeah. Is that what it's called? Skeeter eater? No, I mean, I'm sure it has a scientific name. I can't remember. <laughs> That's the layman's name for it. They kill mosquitoes. They're good bugs. All right. Dude, you know, my wife's gotten too in touch with nature. She shows me this video. She's like, I came home and I found this beautiful, beautiful creature. And it is a fucking skunk, like eating the food we put out. And I'm like, dude, that's a, like, I'm, and they're like, that's probably what killed your chickens too. Skunks can be mean. She's like, no, it's so beautiful. And I got no love for a skunk, dude. Richard 38. Uh, <laughs> I got no love for a skunk. I smell him too much. Have you ever gotten skunked or my, anything like a pet skunk? My dogs both got skunked, came through the dog door and jumped on the bed. Yeah, it was oh great. My God. I am personally pissed off at that thing. That might be the only person I've ever heard that thought a skunk was a beautiful creature. I, right? Golly. Hey, Peppy Le Pew was all right. She you know what are really cute? I just saw one the other day. It was just on the ro- side of the road by his little ditch hole, the raccoon. And it was one of those coons that I stopped and I rolled down the window. I'm like, hey, buddy. He looked at me. Like, you know, some raccoons just don't spook. Right. He's like, ah, I'll just slowly walk up. But they look fucking cool. They look like you could just cuddle them, and I know they'll tear you apart. No, but dude, I swear to God, <laughs> raccoons dig on weed. Try to smoke a joint around some raccoons, at least in Florida, and they fucking dig weed to the point where they'll come next to you for it. I'll maybe try and give them a weed it's treat next time. Unbelievable. Uh, it was to the point where we had to smoke bowls instead of joints, man. It was a pain in the ass, actually. <laughs> All right, where are we at? We got more growth talk, I believe. On, we did, did uh, options for Hermine Plant. Did we already do that? That's it, man. I think we got to maybe recharge it up and we out of here, man. Oh, oh we, no, there was the talk in here. Hold up. The options dark. for Hermine Plant. Um, you I, I lost in the comments. It, man. You blew it, man. I did. You guys started talking <laughs> about skunks and shit. You blew uh, it, man. This went to uh, Oyster Man said optic foliar switch reverses Hermine Plants and also promotes flowering. I wanted to say, you know, hold on. There's a lot to know about that. If you're going to do that, Maestro said, came in and said, switch is legit. I'm not sure it would really help this plant. Like, it's not going to help this plant. I mean, you don't need it. You're in week seven. You're just going to finish. And definitely not when the plant has flowers. You use switch at, very, at the very start of flowering for unstable genetics. I don't think this plant has herm traits. She's just frustrated from not being pollinated and really wants to pass on her genes. So, and there's also a link to a video here. If you guys do use Optifuller Switch, follow the instructions, call Optifuller, talk to Dinesh. Don't use this product wrong. There's been people that have, it's a product you need to know, you need to have knowledge on before you apply it. And probably should test to apply it to part of your canopy before. Because as far as I know, it's used once or twice in the first week of, uh, like, when you switch the flower or leading up to the like day one to or prevent day Yeah, it's like day, yeah, day one and day 10, something like that. And, I mean, what it's doing is releasing ethylene on the leaf surface of the plant, which is the flowering hormone for plants or for the ripening hormone for plants. So it's going to help that plant better balance itself hormonally so it doesn't think it's in an in-between period for veg and flower, so it thinks it's... It's flower, which is cool. Thank you. I knew I had to. I, I forgot something before the animal talk. Well, now we can recharge it up. First, who's we got a recharge question here, but who's slinging recharge, Guru? Who do you he's, got, he's, man? Don't mind me, Guru. I'm just going dab for dab, man. Hydro Depot in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Hold it down. Is that your, is that your sales voice? That is. DGC, you should hear it when Guru answers a recharge call. It's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. They're going to start calling the number now. <laughs> oh shit no keep it business all right this is microbes top fed 
by number nine UK. Says, hey guys, firstly, I got this wick burning. I gotta hit this bowl. Scotty, is it in front of you at all? I can take over, man. I can take over. Ready? I was gonna just continually sit here and smoke dabs, but uh, okay, actually, all right, here we go. Hi guys, firstly, from the other day on Wake and Bake, there are four countries in the UK, including mine. I know <laughs> Wales is. I know I should have said Wales. I get it. Isn't that Prince Charles from Wales, man? Isn't he the Prince of Wales? Uh, where they currently ranked number two in the world in our national sport of rugby. But just forget that, guys. He actually doesn't say but. It's in a very English accent, in a very Walesy way. He says, just forget that, guys. To my question, <laughs> I'm feeding using an autopot system because I've got an added grow and struggle with moving water. Can I top feed recharge and mammoth instead of adding them to my res? Cheers from across the pond. Peace. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, I, I could definitely get this. That's what the once a week, well, once a week treat. Is. An Autopot system is probably going to have cocoa in it. I'm thinking. I would imagine so Autopot to me is a hempy bucket. It's a bottom feeding system. I think it's something that's big in Europe. Uh, it might be might be big in in the UK, which is actually. No, I think uh, I think Ramo is running those. As far as being the easy to use, like oh man, like you get away on a two yeah. week vacation. He's like, if I didn't have these things, wouldn't be able to do that. Like so, it's sure. uh, sub irrigation. Right? Yeah, Correct. yeah. Like I said, they're popular in the UK. Canada's part of the UK, isn't it? Sub-irrigation with like a, a central res, and you're good to go. So. <laughs> you don't want to get anything today, man. You ain't biting on nothing today. No, I What did you just say about Canada? I'm just I having fun with you. I'm just trying to trying to piss you off a little more, dude. And so, it, anyway, it would be no problem. We call it the once-a-week treat. I grow with hempy buckets, and I take the microbes once a week, and I top feed them. I like to think that it actually is kind of just like a wash pushing everything through for the rest of the week they're just getting fed from the bottom using capillary action uh, so i just like to why you know some residual salts are left in there i think it's cool to just wash them away once a week i do it really heavy too so lot, and lot i don't water, know if the autopot system has a recirc like overflow returns to it's the res gotta, it's gotta and if not i guarantee you it's easy if it's got a hose you can put a t in there i guarantee it's easy to make it just, or, but just don't. What I was getting at is, if you're doing your once a week treat and you get, don't, try not to get a lot of runoff. You don't need it. You just need to get it in the root zone, and it's not a huge deal if you do. But try not to get a lot of runoff in a hydro system. Uh, if you're, if you're following me. Okay. Okay. Runoff ain't the worst thing with them things. I, mean, I guess it depends if you can drain it. If it's very easy to drain, you can just let it run off. I think it's a cool way not to get salt buildup in those things. If you're wicking up salts all the time, I like to go really heavy on that once a week treat. A, it's a heavy microbes and it is washing a little bit of washing out the, the salts, the residual salts in there. So I guess it depends on what kind of system you got. For me, I was just able to turn a T and let it all drain out. Yeah, no, that's super convenient, especially if you have any type of gravity working with you. Yeah, gravity is pulling me around, homie. <clears throat> working on everybody, apparently, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, man, let's see if it worked on Brightwood. Uh, Brightwood, what's Plants Brightwood? in the dark, nothing. All right, you're right. You're right. Let me do some narration on here. Hiding my grow in the dark is never. I don't know. Did you have a plan? Like when you had, like if you knew, like did you have like a takedown plan or something? Did to hide your grow? It's just easier to take. Yeah, like I would take down the uh, landlord if I needed to. I've gotten half a plant <laughs> through the garbage disposal before before it broke. Oh dear God. All right, let's see what Brightwood's got. He says, hey, DDC, it's me again, still in the idiotic fucking nightmare place we call Prohibition Land. Oh, I had to take down my 4x4 grow room in record time. 
Landlord called late last night and said they're coming over in the morning. Most leases should have 24-hour notice minimum, but then he goes, fuckers, he's pretty upset. Everything is fine, but here's my situation. Can I just say, I just got to interrupt, because you want to talk about adrenaline. Sometimes adrenaline will let you know you're alive. And when somebody calls and says, you know, you're, I'm your landlord, I'm showing up in the morning, and you're like, holy shit. Like, I was just going to relax tonight, but your heart starts pumping. At least you know you're alive at that point, man. You need that every now and again. Nice reaction, brother. Because <laughs> I had five plants growing beautifully in the fifth week of veg. I threw out three, but couldn't bring myself to destroy two. Nice. I hid them in the closet in black plastic bags. It's been almost 24 hours after hiding everything and cleaning up in record time. If I were to put them back in the tent after 24 to 36 hours of darkness, can I flip to flower or keep vegging them? I'd like to keep vegging since they're, they could be a bit bigger. The soil was dry and scheduled for watering before the takedown when I, could, when I put them in the closet. Okay. Any thoughts, stories, and suggestions are greatly appreciated. I'm a new grower, second grow, poor as fuck, and need my weed. I do it. I do it yourself, and I love this community so much. Thanks, man. He can go. He can do either way. I think he's fine. He's fine. We used to bring him back into that, right? If he wants a story, the story is that we have hurricanes in Florida every year. And even if you went and got a, a generator, it would take two or three days even to get a couple lights on. And there was not a huge problem with it. As a matter of fact, I know some guys that would turn their lights off for 24 hours before switching to flowering. Uh, it's not a big deal. You can put these, I would put these right back in veg and grow them a little bit just in case there was any kind of stress. Just get them back to used to. You know, it's like you partying all night. And how many days does it, does it take for you to recover from partying all night? Good, good solid four or five? the worst. <laughs> right. If it's a hard, hard party, which isn't that often anymore, it's like I would prefer a day and a half. Oh, no. I'm talking when you don't feel right for the rest of the week, homie. That kind of uh, shit. That's too much. I've never done that to myself. What about you just said the? I think I used to do that, the 24-hour dark period before going to 12-12. Is that uh, bro science guru, you think? Oh, we should have. I did. We ask. We should have asked. When is all uh, that bro science should be coming out? We didn't soon, right? do that as a bro science or no science, but I remember Duke Diamond and Skunk VA talking about it. And Duke does a dark cycle before he goes into flowering to kind of almost like a reset on the hormones of the plant, so that it's easier for it to uh, hormonally switch over to flower. Dude, we got to ask some of these guys. Some of these great growers, if they are working or if they pay attention to menguante, and menguante is the planting and the harvesting to the phases of the moon i know some great growers down in florida that grow a lot and they i asked them one of them what was your secret and he just turned to me and said menguante and i was like huh. <laughs> huh, okay. and then when you go what hey did he go do not ask yeah just thank god for google brother you know menguante. oh yeah i haven't had any i can't think of any immediate takedown i was under as far as having to just just take down or grow right away uh, I mean, I've had somebody else take down a grow for me, unfortunately, right. at one point in time, but never my own. Um, but you always got, you know, you got in prohibition land. Yeah, I think it's good to have a plan. It's hard, though. I mean, if somebody's just showing up and you got an eight lighter, like, what, the, what are you going to do? You need no. at least. At that point, you talk to them. You have a talk. You bring them in. You have a talk to them. <laughs> Look, nobody's going to Is that like a talk you had with here. me the first time you opened up your doors that yes. I thought went to nothing? And you're like, if you tell anybody, I think you said if you tell anybody, I'll kill you. Yeah, like so. that. <laughs> yeah you, sometimes it's good to threaten people with death. And then you're like, South sweet, Florida, I got another like buddy that can help me trim. In, in South Florida, a death threat is like a hello. You know, it's like, hey, we're friends now. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Fair enough. 
All right. Hey, next show, guys. Next show. Or sorry, I shouldn't say next show. Next giveaway, which will be July 15th. I just I was super excited for this one. We're putting together a package from Rapid LED. Uh, and we're trying to give away, oh, we got this exotic board, or oh, let's give away the Emerson board, or the controller. And like, you know what, Gru's like, we can give it all away together because it all works together. So it's a Bluefish controller, an Emerson board, and an exotic board from Rapid LED. Ooh, the two Emerson fish. boards. It's dual Emerson oh boards, an exotic spectrum board, a driver to drive all three, and a Bluefish controller to control your spectrum. And if you have another Rapid LED light or pretty much, I think, anything with a Meanwell driver that's dimmable, you can hook it up to the Bluefish controller and have everything smartphone controlled from your phone, which is dope. Scotty, where's the soundboard? Bam! You know what I mean? Man, Guru's banned me from the soundboard. He gives me dirty looks I would do say soundboard. By the way, we just had the air conditioning fixed. I'm using this device to check and make sure it's properly, uh, air movement is going properly, so... This is actually instrumental right now. <laughs> well, guys, uh, membership has its benefits, I'll say. So stay tuned. That'll be the July 15th giveaway. And every month, we're giving away some big prizes. Sound just like Trump. Big. <laughs> really, really big. Yes, re- not just big, real big. All right. <laughs> Ready to do some shout-outs, homie? <laughs> if I can stop laughing, how about Fridays and the Stony One? Taco Supreme. Tony Scorpio. Yeah, you've been with us a long time, Tony. Right on. <laughs> Big McLarge, huge. And Han Bolo. I'll give it up to Wyatt. Wyatt. I was going to say Wyatt the Hurt. Wyatt, yeah. Wyatt the B. <laughs> Wyatt Earp. Don't we know Wyatt Earp and Wyatt Perp? We had Dank Sinatra. Come on, man. <laughs> love it. Peace out, guys. Stay higher. Agreed to do. Some people love to blaze up the dank. Yeah, we get happy for noon And with the boss man is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good boss on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill what the doctor says to do They shake their heads And natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it out day long Yeah Just look at how he's being paid